How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the Stoner Thoughts Podcast here on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, pretty much anywhere that you guys can find a podcast and listen to it, we're getting on it. So, how's everybody doing today? You guys staying good? You guys staying lifted? You guys having a great time? Are you listening to this on your commute? Are you listening to this on Spotify? To Like, I want to know where everybody is and what everybody's doing because I am really excited. I've got some cool news to break to you guys. I've got some cool shit to say. Like, number one going to be quitting my day job and pursuing like the podcast or pursuing like YouTube and stuff full time. That's right. I'm going to be doing that. The channel only has like 19 subscribers right now, but I've gotten so many comments from people on there already telling me, bring us more content, bring it to me. I love the content. Give it to me. Feed me. And like, I really, really, really appreciate you guys, especially over on TikTok, the 13,000 people who are just following some pothead that does duets when he's high as fuck. And I post my stoner thoughts videos and shit like that on there. Like, and the people that have stood by me through wanting to make this change and make this big decision. I'm incredibly terrified. I'm so nervous. I'm scared to, like, walk away from, like, the 9 to 5. Because that's all I've known my entire adult life. But I know if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. And a huge shout out to my girlfriend, Bianca, for telling me that she will be there and she will support me no matter what happens and that she's going to be there and we're still going to get the bills paid everything's going to work out fine like stuff is going to be awesome and I don't know how to describe to you guys how much I fucking love this girl but the pressure was put on and like it hits a point where like it's it's a do or die it's a make or break and this is the make or break point like I either quit now pursue this full time upload my daily episodes make that money bring in the big bucks Or I'm going to be sitting here for the rest of my eternal suffrage life working a 9 to 5 at a job that I hate and absolutely detest. So, today guys, the stories that I'm going to be telling you, by the way, no, this is not going to be a smoke session this time. Uh, This is like my fourth take of the podcast. I took a dab like an hour ago and I feel like, whoa, still. Like I told you guys before on the podcast, I really don't fuck with concentrates too much. But you know what, like... They work for me right now. That and uh, I'm pretty slim in the flower department. So. What I want to do is I want to talk to you guys about shitty jobs. Or like jobs that I've had that really just. If they didn't fit the bill after a while. Or it was something that I couldn't see myself doing forever. Like and how I went about quitting those jobs. How I left those jobs and what happened with those jobs. So, let me take a sip of the Baja Blast, and we'll get started on today's Stoner Thoughts, which is employment for potheads. So, number one job that I ever had that was super easy for me to do while I was high was I worked for a wedding planning company, right? And yeah, I had to be up at like 5 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning sometimes. But the perks that came with the job were amazing. Free Starbucks free cake, free food, free hotel rooms to stay in sometimes if we were doing like an overnight deal or a late night deal. Like, the perks of the job were amazing. And like, I used to literally wake up, smoke a little bit of a joint first thing in the morning, go to my job, you know, like it was really, really easy, really, really cool. Like, I got to take photos, I got to work with groomsmen. There was one wedding that I did in particular that stands out to me where like, all the groomsmen were smoking right before the wedding and they included me in the circle dude so this job was fun 
but the reason that it didn't quite plan out the way that I thought it was going to plan out is because it was a struggle to get a paycheck through this job. And if you ever take a job that works based on like your hours, your time, your dedication, your commitment to it, and you're getting fucked on paychecks, then you should probably begin searching for a new job, which is what I did. And I got hired at Angelview, the thrift shop. But this wedding gig, man, it was really, 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 really cool. Like, I basically got to fuck around all day and go to like a bunch of parties every single week and have a good time. But again, a job isn't really worth it if you're not making money. If you're not getting paid for it, then why turn it into your full-time job? Again, relating back to the fact that I'm probably going to be quitting my job tomorrow morning and working on the podcast and doing the work-from-home job for the foreseeable future. Something that I really enjoy. I get to be a stay-at-home dad. And trust me, guys, I know a lot of people out there like, I don't want kids. But once you have kids, it's by far one of the most rewarding experiences of your entire life. That being said, yes, things can get rough at times. Things can get tense. But it is what it is. And it is what it is because it is what it is. And now, the second job that I ever had that I really, 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 really went to work, literally every day, fried as fuck, was working at Panera Bread. Now, Panera, don't come after me. I'm sorry. Yes, I used to work for you. But guess what? I worked at a franchise location. So fuck off with your corporate bullshit. But this job, man, I had cool bosses. Most of the staff smoked, so we could fucking go outside and smoke basically whenever we needed a break or if it was slow in the restaurant or, like, you know, we weren't making any food. As long as the dishes got done and the food got put away at the end of the day, that's all anybody ever cared about. And, you know, the lobby was clean and there wasn't, like, shit left all over the fucking tables and stuff like that because there was one night that I guess a table didn't get cleaned by the afternoon shift. And they deadass called me because I lived close. And they're like, yeah, you need to come back and, like, clean this. And I was like, well, fuck me. So I went back, cleaned off the table real quick, and left. I literally clocked in and took 20 minutes going around the lobby checking everything. And then took another 20 minutes with this little, like, push vacuum thing we have. You guys know the old school vacuums where it's just, like, a little rolly thing? That spins and picks up the dirt as you go down the aisles? Yeah, it was one of those, man. Like, you just swept out from underneath the tables and you took the thing and just rolled it over it. No electricity involved. I really want to fucking get one of those, man. Because I feel like something like that would be cool to have. It'd be cool to have for one. And for two, I feel like sometimes it works better than an actual vacuum. Because the amount of dirt that this thing could pick up was incredible. That And it didn't have the same thing that a lot of vacuums have where they're too low. So they don't pick up, like, the big chunks of stuff. They just kind of push it, and you have to come over with a broom and, like, sweep it up, and it's just a mess, and blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> but that job was a trip, because, Matt, the freak food, we used to make these bomb-ass steak and cheese sandwiches on the panini press. It was literally just, I would put chipotle mayo, steak, cheese, fajita veggies, and press the whole thing down and I would get mine on the tomato basil bread because that shit was fire it was like tomato soup in bread form now the job I had after this is the job that I worked at for six years where I literally stopped smoking for a minute to get this job I was in call I was a freshman in college when I started working at the thrift shop and this job was like super cool in the beginning like my boss would work with me on my hours like I do four hours in the morning clock out leave go to class come back close up the store with my last four hours of the day and then go back to my night classes and shit like that so I had like the availability I had the drive back then I had a little like 
little moped that I would ride back and forth because they were pretty close. And honestly, that was like the most chill time of my entire life is when I was working there. And then I became an assistant manager after so many years and like, you know, I, I, I got my own store after so long. And it was really like a good company to work for until they got a new CEO and rules changed, pay grades changed. People started arguing. They started hiring a lot more like younger people, like sketchy teenager types that would like show up to work with their Starbucks and their phone and like not really want to do anything else. And you had to be kind of hard on them. Like, but through Angel View, that's when I did those photos that you'll see on the Instagram where like I went to Coachella Fest and like got to go to Coachella for free. Got to see Eminem and Rihanna. Like it was really, really, really dope. Like for like a better way to talk about it. Like it was such a chill fucking job for so many reasons. And like, yeah, it was work, but it wasn't like crazy work. Like it was a hard, a hard day's work because you'd be in the loading dock all day and you'd be shuffling like boxes of books and boxes of random bullshit and recyclables and glassware and couches and like we would build these like crazy cool displays all over the place in the store where like if someone donated a whole like set of like wine racks and like a decanters and shit we'd build like these cool looking little displays for them and like if somebody would donate an entire like dish set like I bought my entire like Casa del something dish set for my first apartment from my work and it was awesome most of my furniture in my place came from Angel View because if there was something that like I really liked I would just buy it like there was no second thought of course I was also making like 1850 an hour back in 2015 which was a lot for them because I had friends that were only getting paid like 11 12 14 dollars an hour and even then 14 was considered like a lot to get paid back then I was making pretty good money and my rent for my first studio apartment is only like 625 bucks a month so it was super easy to make rent and bills back then like I would go out to LA on the weekends I would go out to like you know, go to the beach, go to the lake, hang out with friends, have family over. I could do so much stuff. And my life goal right now, again, leaving the gas station, focusing, excuse me, focusing on media production and growing my own business and doing what I got to do to make things start clicking into place, to make things do better. And then a job I had after Angel View. Oh man, this one is gonna suck. It's gonna need its all completely own segment. All right, I need a drink for this one. I worked for Albertsons in the meat department. Now the union benefits and shit were great, fantastic, totally worth taking the job that you hate. But this is actually the story about how I got the restaurant job, which I think I've told a couple times on the podcast. I don't know. I'm high and I've smoked a few times since the last time I talked about it. So if you already remember this, skip ahead a little bit. Probably like I'm going to say like it's I'm at 11 minutes into the podcast now. I'll go for it to like 16 minutes with this one. So if you guys have already heard this story, skip ahead to 16 minutes. I'll give you a couple seconds. Go for it. Do it. Do it now. Okay. You had your chance. So. When I, when I was working and I had like lost my job and I like tried to, I tried to enlist in the army 
because it was something else that I really wanted to do. I was really interested in going into the armed forces. I got clean, quit smoking weed for months, started running, started working out, doing PT training with a couple of the recruiters, went and took the ASVAB, got a 98 on the ASVAB. I missed one question. Well, I think two questions. I don't fucking know. But, like, the guy was literally telling me, you can get any job you want. You can do anything you want in the armed services. You just gotta go through boot camp. It'll be easy cruise, easy cruise, easy, easy cruise, easy smooth sailing for the rest of your life. And I was like, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. But I didn't, because there was something that clicked in my head that was a red flag. There was something about, like, the how, like, hard they were trying to get me in that seemed like a red flag to me. So I didn't go. I started smoking again, started building the Instagram back up. Got a job at Albertsons working in the meat department, right? Where I was cutting steaks every day, like trimming stuff, doing like a little bit of butchering. I was starting to learn the butchering, but we had like a head butcher in the meat department. And the minute that I started learning butchering, it was like, okay, well, you're going to just sit in the front and I'll do all the cuts and stuff. Because I feel like they didn't want me to take their job. But through this, there was a lady that used to come in every single week that would request her filet mignon cut a certain type of way. You know, trimmed, cut, cut to a certain thinness that she wanted it. And every single time, I nailed it down to the bone. To the point that, like, I was convincing her to buy other stuff, like chicken breast. And she would have me trim the excess fat off the chicken breast. She would have me, like, you know, she would have me... Basically, I was handling all of the meat product that she would buy through the store. Because she only wanted to buy it when I was there. Now, lo and behold... She was the landlord for the sous chef, Spencer, for the restaurant that I got the job at. Now, you guys have heard stories about Spencer, like the stoner mac, the five-layer mac and cheese with, like, a bunch of different kinds of cheese in it, veggies in it, jalapenos on top, crushed with hot Cheeto dust. That's a story for another time. I might make a YouTube video exclusively dedicated to the Cheeto mac, or the stoner mac. But, she comes in one day, requests all these, like, in, like, different cuts and stuff that I've never done for her like shrimp tails pulled off properly deveined on the fresh shrimp like you know I'm sitting there and I'm doing everything for her I'm getting it all done it's all going well and she goes like okay now can I get 20 jalapeno poppers and I made 20 jalapeno poppers and she pulls out her phone and is staring at her phone and looking at me I did 20 jalapeno poppers in like three four minutes and she asked me have you ever worked at a restaurant before I said yeah well I worked at Panera like a fast-paced environment, you're making sandwiches, you're getting 20 orders for salads, 15 soups need to go out, you're expoing, you're calling everything out, you're running it to tables, you're doing what you gotta do because in a restaurant, even if you work in the line, if you're short on servers, you're short on servers. You run that shit out yourself and guess what? You take the tips too. Don't ever fucking tell your servers that you're taking tips. But if a fucking customer hands me a $10 bill and goes, oh, thanks for the food, I'm gonna keep that shit. Then I got the job at the restaurant, and working at the restaurant was a blast. You guys have heard plenty of stories about that. But that was like the most stoner-friendly job I ever had. And then after I quit the restaurant, moved to Riverside, worked for Goodwill for so long, got screwed by that job too, moved back out here, and was stuck on my mom's couch for two or three weeks before I met Chad, my best friend. I live in the casita. I rent the casita, well, guest house that like is part of his house. His mom is the sweetest woman ever on the history, like, face of the planet. Him and I have been through so much shit together already in these last few years. Like, he's one of those friends that they go from becoming friends to, like, close friends to best friends to family in a matter of, like, weeks. And it felt like we've even talked about this when we've hung out. It feels like it goes from, like, 
oh, we're friends to, like, I refer to him as, like, a brother. Like, I love this man to death. Like, no homo. But he's definitely family to me, no matter what anybody says. And, you know, now I'm in my relationship with Bianca, and things are changing in our lives, too. She got a really good-paying job, you know, and with just her income, the bills could be covered. The stay-at-home dad thing, I just got to figure out, like, the details of everything and I've done my monetization through Spotify through anchor through YouTube like this is what I want to do this is what I want to be so to let the whole podcast come full circle guys expect way more content coming out of the podcast whether it's on Twitter on YouTube on here the links are gonna be on the anchor page which I think links on the anchor page or on the Spotify page so if you're on Spotify go ahead click through everything check it out I turned off the 99 cent subscription thing on anchor because let's be real I don't really care about subscribers I'm just gonna run like one or two ads during the podcast this one's only gonna get one ad like right in the middle don't know where I'm gonna put it yet but it's gonna be there because I want you guys to care and I want you guys to hear my story because I feel like if I tell you my story I can inspire you guys to do something different with your lives too Instead of getting stuck in a 9 to 5 that you hate, that you don't want to do, you don't want to be a part of. And I want each and every single one of you guys to be the best you that you can be as well. Whether you smoke or whether you just listen to this for fun, guys. I hope everybody has a great day. I know it's a little bit shorter of an episode today than what we're used to, but you know what? Hey, I think I got my point across. So don't ever let the corporate drag get you down. Don't let a boss get you down. Two weeks notices are just a myth. They look good, but you don't have to do them. And I want all you guys to stay happy, stay high, stay lifted. And I will talk to everybody again, probably later tonight or tomorrow, on the next episode of the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. Thank you guys so much for being the inspiration to give me the courage to do what I need to do. Thank you again to my lovely girlfriend when she hears this for being there and and wanting to support me through this. You guys mean a lot to me. Have a great night. Thank you.